We're going to invite you to Wiregrass High School Football Report, brought to you by the radio people. This is your weekly look at all things high school football in the Wiregrass. I am your host, Philip Jordan, the in-studio host and producer for the Woods Football on 96.9, The Legend. You can find me on social media at PJordanSCC. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts and 969thelegend.com. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, rate, and review. It really means a lot. If you leave a review, we'll read it on a future edition of the show. Everybody joining me this week on the Wiregrass High School Football Report is Abbeville head coach LeBron Stewart. Uh, Abbeville coming off a 56-34 victory on Friday night in the second round of playoffs against B.B. Comer. And, uh, Coach, I appreciate you taking the time, and a congratulations on the win. Oh, thank you, and thank you for having me. Oh, it's great to have you on. And, uh, you were talking, uh, you know, off air before we uh, we got going here. This was a uh, uh, in the modern era Abbeville football uh, a historic win on Friday night. Uh, yeah, um, Ab- you know, yes, sir. Uh, you know, our, our thing was, uh, you know, I guess in the new format, uh, you know, we haven't, you know, we haven't advanced to um, the third round under the new format. You know, so uh, um, one of our things as a team goal was to, uh, you know, definitely, you know, uh, you know, win the playoff football game and uh you know and have a chance to win a state championship and um, i think that's um you know should be the goal of every you know football team is to you know to go out and win as many games as you can and uh you know and and you know in hopes of winning a state championship and uh, that's what we prepare for uh you know i'm just just proud of my coaches my players um administration for supporting this band cheerleaders you know, it was a great victory, and um, you know, it was a victory for our city. Yeah, and you know, a lot of things. What I'd like to talk about when I have coaches on here is the community, because I think that's a big thing, and you know, that people are maybe outside of this region of the state don't realize is the community around all the programs here in the Wiregrass. And I know you've talked about on the show this year about the community of Abbeville, and you know everything about it, how great it is. So Friday night, I don't know y'all were at home uh, with the crowd that was able to be there. Uh, what was that energy and uh, that vibe like after the game with the with the home crowd there in Abbeville? Um, on our on our football team, we have we have six pairs uh, pairs uh, of kids, different pairs of kids that are related somehow, and uh, we have four sets of brothers. So uh, you know, uh, whenever we play a home game, it's it's really like a homecoming for them because you know all these people get together. You know, the Glantons, the Dozers, you know, the Simpsons, uh, you know, the uh, the Smiths. Uh, you know, it's it's you know it's it's a, you know surreal to have a you know stadium as small as it is, and and the way that the people just come out and and pack it. Um, you know, well, within within our you know limitations, we can have up to 886 people in our stadium. And uh, you know, I I didn't check numbers, I didn't go and you know see what we had, but um, it looked like 8,000 at one time. Looking up there with the way. You know, people are spread out, and it was all the way around. So, you know, it's a great atmosphere for the kids. But what we try to do is focus what's on the field mm-hmm. uh, and to give a good showing for their $8, and I think it's 26 cents that they pay or, you know, $9.26 that they're paying for this playoff game with uh, we're going through GoFans. And um, on Sunday um, at 1 o'clock, uh, 
uh, uh, p.m. That's when um, the tickets, the private sales are released, and uh, they go on sale until Tuesday at eight. And uh, you know, just the you know people asking for the link, and uh, you know we're sharing it on our social media page, and uh, you know just anytime it's a, you know there's an opportunity to you know in tournament play or playoffs. Uh, no matter what sport it is, it's, you know, you can throw the records out of the window and uh, it's which team is prepared uh, and and willing to, you know, have that warrior mentality um, to, you know, fight until the end. And, uh, you know, no matter what the score is. And, I, you know, our kids, they did that. And I'm very proud of them. Yeah, I, oh, and I was watching the game, uh, streamed it on the Internet on Friday night with the NFHS website. And just watching the game, first half of me especially, your offense was – uh, it, it was clicking throughout the entire entire game, and then that first half. I know you the first possession turnover on downs, but then five straight possessions uh, ended up scores for your guys for the Yellow Jackets. Just talk about you know your offense on Friday night and how they were able to be so successful. Um, you know, hats off to the kids up front, um, offensive linemen protecting their quarterbacks, and you know blocking into the whistle blow and, and giving forth uh, you know great effort. Uh, you know, I got, uh, you know, that group up front um, that we started Friday, all five are in honors classes. And, uh, you know, so that's, you know, to me, they, you know, that, that's very important uh, because it shows discipline and, and, you know, and football savvy, you know, you know, kids watch a lot of film and do a lot of things. And then, you know, having a quarterback that uh, just enjoys the game. Uh, he's a very selfless player. Uh, you know, if he had it his way, he would, you know, probably be a running back, but, uh, you know, he has to be, you know, our quarterback and, uh, he does a great job with the ball in his hands and, you know, makes pretty good decisions. And sometimes, you know, he'll, you know, extend plays with his feet and, you know, I'm proud of him for that. But, uh, and, you know, and then, you know, it was a collective effort, you know, uh, offense coordinator, Alan Caps, uh, you know, he played there, his dad coached there, um, you know, he's coached here in different capacities, um, you know, been here, been part of a youth program here in town. Uh, he also, um, you know, has a church uh, in Headland uh, that he's the pastor of. He's our team chaplain. And, uh, uh, you know, and then, you know, of course, uh, Coach Brandon Buck is our defense coordinator and co-defense coordinator, uh, Stephon Davis. And, you know, with these guys, you know, Stephon played for me at Northview, went to West Alabama, did some uh, student assistant there. And, uh, you know, it's a bunch of guys. we got a small staff and, you uh, you know, about seven total coaches, including myself. I coach my own offensive line. And, uh, you know, everybody just, you know, has their role and, and does their thing and enjoys it. And that was one of the things that we talked to the scenes about, uh, you know, not letting this be their last football game. And, you know, let's just enjoy the moment and, and uh, go out and, and leave it all on the field and, and just have fun and, you know, and play the game the right way. And, and you know, and, and of course, our main goal is to glorify God, you know, just – you know, with that through our play, um, you know, because there's a lot of people that couldn't play um, physically or, you know, may, may not have the, the mental capacity to play. And, you know, you know, our guys that have gone through the, uh, you know, the eligibility and the summer workouts and the, uh, you know, everything, you know, following you know, protocol with COVID. And, you know, it's just, you know, it's just a blessing just to be able to play one game and now to be able to play, you know, in the playoffs, uh, you know, it's a blessing. 
you know, and, and throughout the game, especially there in the first half, it did feel like y- y- y'all did jump up 16 to zero in the game and then they got their first score. But it's, you know, every time they would get a score, your team would be quickly to respond. Like when they got their first touchdown, you had to kick off return, uh, by Randy Glanton and then all the other scores, you know, you know, making sure you answered them back when they scored just, and especially with that first one, go back up 22 to six. How big was that? And just your team being able to come back every time they scored and answered their score. Um, scoring period is, is is big because you know you can have you know solid defense and 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 not be able to put up points and you know and, and still fall behind at times and uh, you know defense uh, the offensive you know the offense uh, of unit uh, you know a lot of confidence and you know, with field position and um, you know uh, and you know at the same time you know special teams stepping up doing their part in which. You know, we challenge the kids to, to you know, we want to win all phases of the ball game. And, uh, you know, B.B. Coleman is a great football team, well coached. Um, they have a bunch of offensive linemen up front that are big and gritty guys. Um, and then they got a running back that uh, quarterback slash athlete, you know, because he also played corner that was, uh, you know, at any given time, uh, you know, could take it to the house. And he did that. He showed, you know, and I think, you know, that those are – are some things that you're faced with, but then, you know, uh, having a bunch of guys that just fighting for each other, uh, you know, not just we're doing this for coach or we're doing this, they're fighting for each other. And, um, you know, they played a lot of ball together over the years. You know, we got several guys that have been on the same team since they were five years old. So, you know, you got a lot of team chemistry and, uh, you know, and continuity and, and they're, you know, they're loyal uh, and they're, you know, kids that are tough. And, uh, you know, so going back and, you know, just as well as, you know, punching someone in the mouth, you got to be able to take one too. So, uh, you know, for us, you know, you know, they scored and we knew we had to score points to win that ball game, but they have scored a bunch of points all year. Yeah. You know, toward the end of the, uh, the first half, they were around midfield and you got that big interception of uh, Martavis Glenton got the interception and you turn around on offense and I'm just going to say just from a football fan standpoint the throw that uh, he made to Gabrielle Shell in the end zone when you guys went up 36-12 to 12, I just think that was a phenomenal throw it, right where only receiver could catch it a great catch by him over a defender and I just talk about you know a little bit your receivers in the game because your receivers made some big plays there as well yeah, they um, they did. Um, you know, we we challenged them to step up this week as well, because um, you know, we've been running the ball so much, and you know, you got you know, we try to be as balanced as possible. And um, at times, you know, you know, when you don't have to throw it, you know, we don't throw it, and uh, you know, we don't just throw it just to be throwing it. And uh, uh, Gabriel's a kid that has uh, done a lot of great things for us, offensively, defensively, and special teams. And uh, we had an opportunity where we felt like. Uh, you know, uh, a matchup that uh, we we should win, um, and you know that was something that we established like beginning of the season during fall camp is you know certain situations where you know this kid you know he's six four six three and a half six four two thirty, and you know you five six five seven has to win that matchup, and uh, for us to be successful in certain situations, especially when they have so many stacked in the box to stop the run. You got to be able to pass it, and uh, you know I was proud of both of those guys connecting and, and 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 you know and having fun while doing it as well. You know we call our offense basketball on grass because you know kids love basketball up this way, but you know we want to be fun and you know have you know 
and be fast. And, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm proud of them. It was, you know, it was a big play. And, you know, it was, you know, one of the things we call the big ball. And when you got big guys that catch the big ball, you know, you can have some success down there in the red zone. It was definitely, and it looked like they're having a lot of fun out there as well, just uh, watching it through the stream. And I was watching on, on that play, I actually hit the back button for a second. I just wanted to see that great catch again, uh, that great throw. It was it was fun to watch. And uh, as we, before we go into the third round this week, be playing at home again against Isabella, their team that's won 10 games this year as well. They are out of Region 3. Just, you know, and of course, let the listeners know we're recording this on a Sunday evening. But from what you've been able to see, uh, what sticks out to you with, uh, with Isabella? Very well coached team, big up front. Um, they got a quarterback that's a game manager. Uh, defensively, they uh, they swarm to the ball, and uh, you know very sound. Uh, you know I was very impressed with their kicking game. They got a kicker and do a lot of different directional kicks. Uh, you know they like I say they they get all eleven people to the ball, and so you know you gotta be able to you know uh, sustain drives and. And uh, definitely, you know, with this crew, you're going to have to score some points because, uh, you know, that they're able to score points. Um, you know, they, you know they're you very, very sound, well-coached team. They're, they're not a 10-win team by default, I have to tell you that. You know, and, and you know, as I you know, let you go, I have kept you a couple minutes uh, over than I said I was going to. Just uh, anything else we didn't discuss here this evening uh, about your, your team, the Yellow Jackets, you'd like to, to tell the audience that's listening all over to Wiregrass? You know, I I just got a bunch of guys that love what they do and they love each other and you know and it's, it's fun and uh, you know from week to week, uh, you know just you know a lot of them stepped up and accepting those challenges that coaches, you know that we set forth and you know and executing the game plan and um, you know no matter how things go, you know these kids are winners. Uh, they've been winners for some time and uh, you know now you know we want to take the stuff that they learn in football and apply it to life and uh you know that that's our biggest thing is is you know and why are you playing and you know the you know what's your why and uh it's not just to win a championship it's to you know to to win in life and, and teach them uh, something uh, and and right now it's not giving up defending your home uh, you know, doing the stuff the right way. You know, they're gonna, their kids are going to make mistakes, and uh, they just don't want to continue to make the same mistakes. And uh, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them for, you know, for um, just, you know, the stuff that they've been through, and uh, and and the way that they come together as a team, uh, more so of a family. You know, there, there's a family atmosphere around here in the field house, and you know, at school, and you know, it's it's fun. And uh, I just you know, I pray that we continue, uh, you know, to have an opportunity to play football and, and everyone stays safe. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I do I wish you and Yellow Jackets, uh, Coach, all the good luck uh, this Friday night as you do host Isabella. And I do want to say this, and if we don't talk before, you know, the season's over with or anything like that, I just want to say I appreciate the, the time. Y'all think this is your third time coming on the show this season, so I do appreciate you taking out the time. I know it's always busy during football season, but I do appreciate it, and I do I wish you and Yellow Jackets uh, good luck this Friday night. Thank you so much, and it's our pleasure, man, in the time. Anytime I get a chance, you know, somebody wants to listen, you know, to talk ball. And, you know, it's, you know that's, that's our pleasure. And um, I, I certainly appreciate you taking out the time and the willingness to want to interview and listen to our story. So, um, you know, but thank you as well. All right. Thanks, Coach. Once again, good luck this Friday night. All right. Thanks.
Once again, thanks to Coach Stewart for coming on the show. He's been on the show three times this season. I really do appreciate all the times he's taken the time out to come on the show and talk about the Abbeville Yellow Jackets and the community Abbeville also. Uh, it's been a really, really been fun talking to him this season. Now, we look at the rest of the Wiregrass on Friday. Uh, really, to be honest with you, we're only going to have three teams in our coverage area that will be playing this Friday. Uh, but looking at the scores from Friday in the playoffs, in 6A, you follow with that Blount. You follow fell in that one 41-28. You follow ends the year at 9-3. In 5A, Andalusia was at Central Clay County. This was a really close game here, but Central Clay County won 28-21. So Andalusia closes out the year at 8-5. and In 3A, Trinity was at Slocum. Slocum lost this one 41-0. So Slocum ends the year at 10-2. Great year there for Slocum Red Tops, going 10-2, as I said, and being region champs in 3A, region 2. So congratulations to Coach Tisdale and uh, the Red Tops for a fantastic season in 2020. Op was at Catholic Montgomery. Catholic Montgomery won this one 38-0. In 2A, of course, we talked about Abbeville with Coach Stewart there. They beat B.B. Comer 56-34, and they have Isabella next in the playoffs in the third round. GW Long was at Lynette. Lynette won 37-3, so GW Long ends the year at 9-2. Leroy was at Geneva County. Geneva County lost this one 26-16. Geneva County drops to 8-4 on the season, but a good year for them. A good year for all these teams in the playoffs. You know, regardless, Rufala, Andalusia, you know, Op, all these teams made the playoffs. Great year for them. Just want to say that. Then in 1A, we had a, a victorious team here in Brantley. They defeated Keefe 48-6, and Brantley improves to 12-1 on the year. Next, they'll play Maplesville in the third round of the playoffs. Maplesville is 10-2 on the year. They have defeated Sampson 41-0 and Millery 48-14 to get to that point. Then in AISA in Class A, now this was a semifinal game. Abbeville Christian, they are going to the state championship game this Friday. They defeated undefeated Jackson Academy 28-20. And in fact, Abbeville actually jumped out 21-0 in this game. So next they will play Crenshaw Christian, who is in the same region as them. Uh, Crenshaw Christian 8-3 on the year before in a region. They were region champs. Abbeville Christian lost them this year 36-20. And all-time, Abbeville Christian is 10-24 against Crenshaw Christian. But uh, good luck to Abbeville Christian this Friday. Same to Brantley as well in their playoff game. So we have three teams remaining in the area that we cover here on the Wiregrass High School Football Report still playing. So wish them teams good luck. And once again to all the teams that unfortunately their seasons did end on Friday night. Congratulations on a great year uh, getting to this point. It's been a tough year, obviously, with everything going on. Didn't even know if we're going to have a season. So uh, congratulations to all those teams on the great years they had. And good luck to the three teams that will be playing this Friday in the playoffs and state championship game for Abbeville Christian up in Montgomery. And uh, that's going to do it for this edition of Wiregrass High School Football Report. We'll be back next week. Still got teams of Wiregrass playing, so still going to be coming out with a podcast next week. Don't know who's going to be on. Just, just going to stay tuned to find out. Once again, thanks to Coach Stewart for being on the show. Really appreciate him taking the time. And I appreciate you guys for listening to the podcast. I've had some feedback recently from um, people in the area saying they like what we're doing here. So I really appreciate that. It's a a lot of fun doing this podcast every single week for the radio people and for you, the Wiregrass. People out there who love to hear about what's going on in high school football in the Wiregrass. And hear these interviews with people who cover 
the games in this area and also the coaches around the area too. It's always a lot of fun uh, talking about it and promoting high school football here in the Wiregrass. You can follow me on social media at PJordanSCC, mainly Twitter. And you can also find the podcast over on Apple Podcast 969 The Legend. It's also on WKMX.com, 955WTVY.com. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, rate, and review. Leave a review. I will read it on a future edition of the show. Hope everybody has a great week. Until next time. Bye-bye.